Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hi, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Rahul Sood, uh, the CEO of Unicorn. Rahul, how are you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for coming on the program. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, not so a problem at all. Yeah, let's just start where we always start. Um, if you'd let listeners know what uh, Unicorn does, we can go with that. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, not a problem. So Unicorn, um, well, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming people know what esports are, but it, but if they don't, I'll kind of give you a, a bit of an overview. You, you, Unicorn is a company that sits at the intersection of video games, sports, and betting, um, legal betting. Um, so, you know, we're, we're kind of a bookmaker for esports, which are very large video game tournaments that are viewed by, you know, hundreds of millions of people around the world. And, um, and you know, when people ask what Unicorn does, I, I tell them we're a bookmaker for esports, but ultimately we are esports. Everything we do is, uh, we, we live, eat, breathe, sleep esports. And, uh, and, you know, to, to get a good flavor of our business, I recommend that people go to news.unicorn.com to get a view. Um, it sort of gives you an idea. We, we do everything from creating content uh, to videos, live interviews. And then, uh, and then at the same time, you can, uh, you, you, can, you can think of us like ESPN, but with, uh, with a betting component to it. That's what I was going to say, yeah. And when you say esports, what are the most common sports that you guys will cover? Um, so, so what, what, what games do we cover? Sorry. Yeah. Specifically, um, you know, there's regular sports, football, soccer, all yeah. that stuff, esports. Yeah. What are the big, the biggest esports out there? Is it particular games? Is it um, yeah. a type yeah. of gaming? You know, what are some specifics? Yeah. So it's, it's games like, uh, League of Legends, uh, Dota, uh, Counter-Strike. It, it's basically games that are, that are played and watched by, you know, um, many, many people. Um, Esports are uh, what, what determines what an esport is, is is you know viewers and and how many people actually play the game. Um, so there's there's all kinds of games that are esports and there's new games coming up. Like for example, you know next year you're going to see the NBA create their own esports league, and uh, that esports league is going to be based on the game NBA 2K, and they're actually going to have a combine and you know, professional teams playing against each other in, in these uh, in these video game tournaments. So, uh, so it's just it's anything related to uh, to to video games that are largely played and viewed. What about fantasy sports? Is that intersecting with um, with e gaming? You know, will there be let's say 
you have fantasy football players. Um, are there games that take them and incorporate it into, you know, actual games you could play instead of just on paper? Um, yeah, so it, we don't do fantasy at all. Uh, and the reason we don't do fantasy is because fantasy operates within a loophole that, that could be closed at any particular time. We're an actual bookmaker, so we create odds on all the major esport matches and people bet against the house on those odds in markets where it's legal. We offer real money betting in Australia and the UK. And then uh, about two years ago, we created something called the Unicoin, which is a free token that people earn. And, and what it allowed us to do was, uh, was it allowed us to, to open up to new markets around the world, including the US, uh, because it's completely free. And, and what we found over the last couple of years is that there's a high demand for the Unicoin. And there's also a demand to kind of make the Unicoin have some value to it. And, and so we, we recently decided to turn the Unicoin into a, a cryptocurrency. And so we're, we're creating a, a new cryptocurrency called Unicoin Gold. And uh, then we're also creating a, um, a similar free token called Unicorn Silver. So, so that's happening uh, as, as we speak. Yeah. Interesting. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, I apologize for my ignorance about esports. I just, I just wanted to know, um, you know, what makes a game that a lot of people tend to watch versus games that are ignored? What do you see of the, um, the elements that make uh, a game that people love? Yeah, um, I, I think, I think that what makes the, the, the games, uh, you know, the um, to, to, to ones where people love, it, it really has to do with um, uh, having a, a game that, first of all, can be watched uh, and played. Um, so the, the, the spectator part is super important to, uh, you know, to, to esports. Um, and, and you'll notice that a lot of publishers are creating spectator modes with their games uh, so, that, um, so that people can, can watch the game as well. And uh, you'll also notice that most publishers now really care about viewers uh, as, almost as much as they care about players or, or even more. Because the more people that watch the game, the, the more potential there is to grow their audience and, uh, and to monetize it in various ways. Yeah, so what, you mentioned some of the games like Counter-Strike, so that's a team of people, you know, hunting other people. Um, I remember, you know, it's a few years ago now, but I guess World of Warcraft was huge. Um, are, are there different genres of games, or is it, you know, you see the whole gamut? Is, is a fantasy-type stuff, sci-fi, better, um, like Halo? You know, what kind of games do you see um, are coming to the forefront, or is it kind yeah, of a rotation of genres? No, there's there's a lot of different genres. There's fighter games like Street Fighter is kind of is an esport. Uh, there's sports games like Madden and uh, NBA 2K. Um, there's uh, there's real time strategy games, kind of like well, I wouldn't really call it a real time strategy, but it's sort of a battle game uh, like uh, League of Legends or Dota. Those are those are ve- those are games that require um, you know a, a really high functioning players. Uh, that that understand that can make decisions under pressure that can work well in in uh, you know um, uh, high pressure situations uh, that that understand math you know that can do calculations really quickly that sort of thing and then there's shooter games like like uh, Counter Strike Counter Strike is super popular as an esport and it's um, you know it's like a first person shooter very cool yeah most so, yeah of, I've uh, seen that um, the, the, people the would you know. Lo- live stream on Twitch and people would watch them. And, but it, it sounds like you've taken a, a, an additional tact. You're, you're monetizing and allowing people to bet on what will happen in a particular game and how different players will succeed or fail. Yes, exactly. So, so you know, we, we have, uh, 
we, we, we collect all the stats and data for all major esports around the world. Uh, we have player data, you know, individual data, that sort of thing. And, um, and yeah, we create odds on pretty much every major esport um, and, you know, all the major tournaments. And, uh, and people can bet against those odds on our platform. Hmm. Interesting. Um, what are some of the things that they can bet on? Just who will win the game or, I mean, what yeah, other yeah. type of stats? Uh, well, so, so that's a good question. So, uh, first of all, there's, things, there's the obvious outright winner of, of the game or tournament. Uh, but then we also have in-game betting markets, like, uh, for example, who's going to get the first Baron in League of Legends or the first Dragon or who gets first Blood. Uh, you know, th- that sort of stuff is, uh, is important, uh, you know, to, to the game, to, to our customers as well. And in the very near future, when we launch this cryptocurrency, we're creating a whole new crypto platform where people can do live betting in game so they can actually watch the game live and, and place micro bets during the game while it's being played. Um, and the odds will change live right. in real time based on the action happening in the game. Huh. That's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. It's what a- are you <laughs> seeing as the uh, behavior of bettors? What are they just, you know, going to a frenzy for what, what do they love to do? Is it the micro bets or, you know, what is it? Yeah. I mean, I, I think they, well, so there's a couple of sides to this. Um, Unicorn has a skill-based uh, platform as well where they can bet on themselves. Now, we've only been testing that privately. Um, but basically, people can play games uh, and bet on themselves in the game so they can bet on their own skill. That part is interesting. Uh, but on the spectator side where we're currently operating, they love to, um, they, they love to just place bets across multiple, multiple titles. So you'll see um, par- parlay bets where... You can bet on a Counter Strike match and a League of Legends match, for example. You know, and 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 the people that are our customers tend to watch all esports. Um, they they certainly have their favorites, but uh, but you know they'll they will they they will bet across different different genres and different games and things like that. Um, so it it's still it's still a very it's still kind of a growing industry and people are getting familiar with it. Um, so we're learning as we go as well. Gotcha. Interesting. What about um, watching versus betting? Are you seeing the line blur? You know, what percentage of people that like to watch also want to bet and get in on the action? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's there's obviously hundreds of millions of people that watch this stuff. If you if you look at Twitch at any given time, uh, you'll see millions of people online on Twitch watching various events and things like that. Um, in terms of the betting side, betting just makes increases the engagement overall. Um, you know, it's like any other sport. If you place a bet on a Seahawks football game, um, you're you're guaranteed to watch that game from beginning to end <laughs> and be highly engaged with it. I think that's what we discovered with fantasy. You know, fantasy uh, obviously increased the engagement for um, for football and other sports. And and the same thing goes with esports. Um, you know, if uh, if we apply betting to it, it does tend to increase the engagement overall on the game. Interesting. Um, do you sportscast? during a uh, game while people are betting and say, look, look, he's going to do this. He's doing that. He's, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. There's, there's casters, there's professional casters who make a living doing this. Um, in fact, wow. uh, we have our own caster, James Banks, who works at Unicorn. And, uh, and, you know, sometimes we stream our own tournaments and, you know, you'll, you'll hear James, uh, you know, commentating on it, just like Joe Rogan would commentate on UFC kind of thing. So yeah, it's a real thing. Um, and you know these commentators are, are 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 very much in demand, you know, because the uh, trying to explain what's happening in a high speed video game is is hard to do, and 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 the yeah. good commentators are ones who can 
who can bring on, um, you know, regular people and help them understand what's actually happening in the game. That's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, the neat, neat, the, tell me uh, some of the more sobering stuff. Tell me about uh, the regulation. You said in the UK and Australia, you can bet with, I guess, with fiat money. And you also talked about fantasy football and fantasy sports as operating in a loophole that could be closed. Tell me a little bit more about that. What what arena do you guys operate in versus like traditional gambling versus fantasy? Sure. So we're we're a traditional gambling outfit. Um, we, we we have real licenses in in the Isle of Man uh, and also in uh, in uh, uh, Australia, and and we offer betting real money betting in Australia. Uh, New Zealand, uh, the UK, uh, Isle of Man, um, and uh, Ireland, and uh, and and the difference between real money betting or real betting uh, versus fantasy. Fantasy claims to be a skill, you know, where in in many markets around the world, betting on your own skill is is legal uh, without a without a license. Um, but you know, I would argue that fantasy is just another type of gambling. It, it really is, and. And uh, I would also argue that fantasy is actually, you know, not as easy uh, to adopt as as uh, as regular traditional gambling. You know, traditional gambling, you'll hit the odds of a match, you place a bet, you're done. Fantasy, you have to know the players, build the team. You know, uh, it, it's it's a bit of work. And um, and so uh, I'm not a big fan of fantasy. I think esports brings in another level of uh, creativity when it comes to skill betting. Um, so. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of uh, of, of traditional fantasy uh, sports at all. Um, I I much prefer, uh, you know, regulated betting. And I think that in the sometime in the future, regulated betting will be legalized in the U.S. in various markets um, online. At the moment, it's legal in Nevada, for example, in within the state of Nevada, you can place a bet on sports, and you can now bet on esports as well. Okay. Yeah, we actually helped to get it legalized in Nevada, and uh, it's now legal for people to bet on esports in Nevada. Okay, so do you think it'll go to be fully legal in the whole U.S., or where do you think the trends are going? Where are the winds blowing right now? I think eventually it will be legal in the U.S., yeah. Um, I, I don't know the, you know exactly when, but I would say certainly within two years, for sure, it'll happen. Um, but, but I think uh, around that time frame. Okay, very good. Let, let's talk about the uh, unicorn, unicorn gold and silver and you know, what was the role of the free token before and why did you decide to make it a cryptocurrency that has speculative value? Sure. So, so the, the role of the token, the token before was to, uh, first of all, help us develop new betting products and test those betting products. So it, it allowed us to kind of test new products without, you know, putting capital, uh, 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 risk capital against it. And also, um, it also allowed us to expand in new markets and, uh, and help understand which new markets are really hot for esports betting. We now have a list of markets that we can go after, uh, you know, at a later date. Um, and then it also helped us continue to develop the efficacy of our sports book. So as we as we develop our sports book, as we develop new betting markets and things like that, uh, the Unicorn really helped us get there. Um, and and lastly, it really just built community. You know, we we built a, a giant global community around the Unicorn, and you know, we turned over a quarter billion unicorns, um, you know, in the last year and a half. So it's, uh, wow. it's very popular. Um, you know, people love using them. And the biggest request we've had is how do we add more value to it? And that's kind of where we're at now, which is, you know, the reason that we're going to a cryptocurrency. Um, you know, we can, we can create unicorn gold 
uh, we'll have a regulated betting platform where people can bet with Unicorn Gold, and they'll still earn silver. Silver is like the current Unicorn now. Um, you'll be able to use silver in, in markets uh, to bet with uh, as well. And, um, and you can use silver to win raffles and prizes and things like that. So that's kind of why we created it in the first place, you know, to increase engagement and to test new products, test new markets, and, uh, and, and continue developing our sports book. And now we're here, you know, given the, with the, the options with Ethereum and, uh, you know, creating an ERC-20 token, uh, we're we're pretty excited about the future and where we're going. Well, well you said it's an ERC uh, ERC twenty token, so that tells me smart contract. You know, the bets themselves may be smart contracts. Um, but tell me a little bit more about it. Well, how will the token work, gold and silver? Well, well, so it's essentially, you'll you'll be able to go to a a crypto exclusive platform and and place bets on you know just like you can with any current match using fiat, but it would be strictly for crypto. And um, and you can place, you know, fractional bets with your cryptocurrency. It doesn't have to be like one token or five tokens. It can be fractional tokens. Um, and, yeah, you can use your tokens to bet with. Um, you'll earn silver at the same time. And then you can take silver and enter raffles uh, for prizes, uh, win prizes and things like that. You'll also be able to use gold to uh, to buy raffle tickets uh, as well. Um, and, and gold will give you more raffle tickets than silver would, for example. Um, but we, we are creating an, a, a totally new uh, platform for cryptocurrency betting, and we're also creating a, a skill-based betting platform where you can use your cryptocurrency to bet on your own skill in most markets around the world. Why um, why an ERC-20 token? Why not uh, just you know a cryptocurrency in itself or a, a token that has different attributes? What made you choose that platform? Um, well, you know, the Ethereum platform is pretty... You know, it's a pretty uh, uh, good platform. It's something that you know that continues to improve. Um, with ERC twenty, we can take it off. We can actually uh, allow um, you know betters to come on our platform. We can take it off the chain, uh, so we can take it off the blockchain and and do the micro bets on our own wallet, internal wallet. And then when they're done and they want to cash out, they can cash out and put it back onto their ERC. You know, back onto their wallet, essentially the ERC twenty friendly wallet or whatever they do, and then they can decide if they want to exchange it. So, you know, the the, the beauty of ERC twenty is it's just really easy for them to take their cryptocurrency, go to any exchange, and and change it for whatever they want, Ethereum, Bitcoin, whatever. So it, it just seems like where are you at with um with with Unicorn Gold? Is it uh, on an exchange? Are you about to go uh, ICO it, with it? It, it will it, it will be on an exchange. So you know, we're, we're just in the middle of our token sale now. Uh, we're doing pre-registrations at the moment, uh, pre-registrations, I should say, and uh, we're, you know, we're, we've got way too many uh, registered at the moment for us to, to keep going, but we're, but we're doing our best, so uh, we're doing our best to keep up. Um, you know, recently Mark Cuban expressed his interest in getting in on it um, uh, because he's also an investor in our company and he wants to support us as right. well as our community. We have a we have a large community of users that. Uh, we're going to give preference to because this is really about, um, you know, making our platform better for our users. And, uh, and yeah, so that's, that's where we're at uh, with, with this right now. We're, we're going to launch around September. Okay. You said Mark Cuban's an investor. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Maybe totally ignorant question, but were you on Shark Tank? No, it wasn't on Shark Tank. Um, he, he just uh, saw when we announced this. Um, so we announced this in November of 2014 
I was on CNBC about eight days after I left Microsoft and was talking about it. And he emailed me out of the blue. Um, and uh, I would say within two weeks, he, he got on board. He was, he was super excited about our business and, you know, just, just wanted to uh, invest in it. So. Well, that's pretty good. I guess if he emails you, you don't ignore it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, two, two years ago, we raised $10 million. We, we brought on Mark Cuban, Ashton Kutcher, Elizabeth Murdoch, Sherry Redstone, um, Tab Corp invested, which is this, the largest betting company out of Australia. Um, yeah, we, we have a bunch of great investors in this company. And, uh, you know, we've been nice. running ever since. So it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun ride so far. So what's your roadmap for the next uh, year? What exciting developments well, are coming? Uh, Unicorn Gold, you know, what else? Yeah, there's a, a few big things. So first of all, it's our, it's our cryptocurrency, Unicorn Gold and Unicorn Silver will come out. Um, we're going to have a couple of new platforms around those, the, the crypto platform. And then uh, we recently acquired a company called Leet, which is a um, uh, esports uh, company out of, us, uh, sort of out of Las Vegas that helped to stand up the first esports friendly casino in Las Vegas. And we're going to continue working with casinos in Las Vegas. So there's a lot coming down the pike in, in Las Vegas as well uh, that we're working on. You said you bought a company called Leet, L-E-E-T, or did I hear it wrong? Yeah, L-E-E-T. That's right. Don't, is, I may be wrong, but don't they have the 1337 token? Or is that someone else? Uh, no, that's that's someone else. I don't know okay. who it is. It's not, it's not our guys. No, right, no problem. The names are similar, so I thought it was them. Oh, very interesting. What are, what are the developments you see coming for, for esports? It sounds like it's amazing. It's its own world with, with casters and betters and players and celebrities. And, you know, yeah. what do you see uh, that world turning into? Where is it going? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I was reading an article the other day that talked about the median age of um, sports, you know, uh, fans. And they, they talked about the, the PGA Tour, the median age for uh, sports fans. Our fans of the PGA Tour is 69 years old. Um, you know, the, the, the median age for a, yeah, the, the median age for a fan of, uh, of baseball, major league baseball is 54 years old. Um, so, you know, basically every day, uh, an East, uh, every day, uh, you see a major league baseball fan and a PGA tour fan die and, you know, four esports fans are born. Um, esports is growing and it's only getting bigger. It's the fastest growing sport ever. Um, and, uh, and I think you're going to see traditional sports over time become less relevant. Um, you know, some sports will take longer, certainly, and, and they'll, and they'll do quite well, but, but esports will continue to grow in relevancy. And, um, and so there's a huge future here for everything from players to casters, coaches, you know, team managers, uh, uh, and then, and then a whole ecosystem be built around it. It's, it's a really fascinating space. Do you think though, there'll have to be more integration of traditional sports with an esport component? You know, like for instance, Mark Cuban obviously owns, you know, a team. Um, yeah. Has he talked about this with you? Is, is or have you seen that uh, in order for a regular sports to survive and continue to thrive, that they kind of have to integrate and have an esports component? Well, I, I think it's I think it's important. I think I think the NBA was kind of first to recognize that, you know, in order for them to bring more young people to the stadium and and get them excited about basketball, they they thought esports would be a good way to do that. And I, I really believe in the strategy. I think if they continue to do what they're doing in that space, it's going to be a, a pretty awesome uh, in, endeavor. Uh, um, I, I really think it's going to be great. Well, very good. All right, Raul. So what's the best way for uh, people to get engaged, you know, start betting, start watching, get yeah, into your so, community? Well, you know, the, the first thing I'd say is, is definitely go to uh, www.unicorn.com. That's U-N-I-K-R-N.com. 
Um, follow us on Twitter at Unicorn Co. Co. at the end. Uh, and then, uh, and then the last thing is you should learn about our, our token sale at uh, www.unicoingold.com. And Unicoin is spelled with a K. Um, and uh, yeah, check it out. It's, uh, it's, it's a pretty fascinating space. Uh, our white paper on the token sale is, is on the website. Um, but I, I definitely recommend that you read about it and, and learn everything you can. It's a super, super fun space. And, and we're doing some great things here. Well, very good. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. And this is a real interesting area. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.